Section 27 of the Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Promulgation of Universal Peace, Volume 1 by Abdul Baha Abbas. Section 27. May 13, 1912, at Hotel Astor, New York. Reception by New York Peace Society. Notes by Esther Foster. Although I felt indisposed this afternoon, yet because I attach great importance to this assembly and was longing to see your faces, I have come. The expression of kindly feelings and the spirit of hospitality manifested by the former speakers are most grateful. I am thankful for the susceptibilities of your hearts, for it is an evidence that your greatest desire is the establishment of international peace. You are lovers of the oneness of humanity, seekers after the good pleasure of the Lord, investigators of the foundations of the divine religions. Today there is no greater joy for man than that of service in the cause of the most great peace. Peace is light, whereas war is darkness. Peace is life, war is death. Peace is guidance, war is error. Peace is the foundation of God, war is satanic institution. Peace is the illumination of the world of humanity. War is the destroyer of human foundations. When we consider outcomes in the world of existence, we find that peace and fellowship are factors of upbuilding and betterment, whereas war and strife are the causes of destruction and disintegration. All created things are expressions of the affinity and cohesion of elementary substances, and non-existence is the absence of their attraction and agreement. Various elements unite harmoniously in composition, but when these elements become discordant, repelling each other, decomposition and non-existence result. Everything partakes of this nature and is subject to this principle, for the creative foundation in all its degrees and kingdoms is an expression or outcome of love. Consider the restlessness and agitation of the human world today because of war. Peace is health and construction, war is disease and dissolution. When the banner of truth is raised, peace becomes the cause of the welfare and advancement of the human world. In all cycles and ages, war has been a factor of derangement and discomfort, whereas peace and brotherhood have brought security and consideration of human interests. This distinction is especially pronounced in the present world conditions, for warfare in former centuries had not attained the degree of savagery and destructiveness which now characterizes it. If two nations were at war in olden times, ten or twenty thousand would be sacrificed, but in this century the destruction of one hundred thousand lives in a day is quite possible. So perfected has the science of killing become, and so efficient the means and instruments of its accomplishment, that a whole nation can be obliterated in a short time. Therefore comparison with the methods and results of ancient warfare is out of the question. According to an intrinsic law, all phenomena of being attain to a summit and degree of consummation, after which a new order and condition is established. As the instruments and in science of war have reached the degree of thoroughness and proficiency, it is hoped that the transformation of the human world is at hand, and that in the coming centuries all the energies and inventions of man will be utilized in promoting the interests of peace and brotherhood. Therefore may this esteemed and worthy society for the establishment of international peace be confirmed in its sincere intentions and empowered by God. Then will it hasten the time when the banner of universal agreement will be raised and international welfare will be proclaimed and consummated, so that the darkness which now encompasses the world shall pass away. Sixty years ago His Holiness Baha'u'llah was in Persia. 
seventy years ago his holiness the bab appeared there these two blessed souls devoted their lives to the foundation of international peace and love among mankind they strove with heart and soul to establish the teachings by which divergent people might be brought together and no strife rancor or hatred prevail his holiness baha'u'llah addressing all humanity said that adam the parent of mankind may be likened to the tree of nativity upon which you are the leaves and blossoms inasmuch as your origin was one you must now be united and agreed you must consort with each other in joy and fragrance he pronounced prejudice whether religious racial patriotic political the destroyer of the body politic he said that man must recognize the oneness of humanity for all in origin belong to the same household and all are servants of the same god therefore mankind must continue in the state of fellowship and love emulating the institutions of god and turning away from satanic promptings for the divine bestowals bring forth unity and agreement whereas satanic leadings induce hatred and war this remarkable personage was able by these principles to establish a bond of unity among the differing sects and divergent people of persia those who followed his teachings no matter from what denomination or faction they came were conjoined by the ties of love until now they cooperate and live together in peace and agreement they are real brothers and sisters no distinctions of class are observed among them and complete harmony prevails daily this bond of affinity is strengthening and their spiritual fellowship continually develops in order to ensure the progress of mankind and to establish these principles his holiness baha ullah suffered every ordeal and difficulty his holiness the bab became a martyr and over twenty thousand men and women sacrificed their lives for their faith his holiness baha'u'llah was imprisoned and subjected to severe persecutions finally he was exiled from persia to mesopotamia from baghdad he was sent to constantinople and adrianople and from thence to the prison of akka in syria through all these ordeals he strove day and night to proclaim the oneness of humanity and promulgate the message of universal peace from the prison of akka he addressed the kings and rulers of the earth in lengthy letters summoning them to international agreement and explicitly stating that the standard of the most great peace would surely be upraised in the world this has come to pass the powers of earth cannot withstand the privileges and bestowals which god has ordained for this great and glorious century it is a need and exigency of the time man can withstand anything except that which is divinely intended and indicated for the age and its requirements now praise be to god in all countries of the world lovers of peace are to be found and these principles are being spread among mankind especially in this country praise be to god this thought is prevailing and souls are continually arising as defenders of the oneness of humanity endeavoring to assist and establish international peace there is no doubt that this wonderful democracy will be able to realize it and the banner of international agreement will be unfurled here to spread onward and outward among all the nations of the world i give thanks to god that i find you imbued with such susceptibilities and lofty aspirations and i hope that you will be the means of spreading this light to all men thus may the sun of reality shine upon the east and west the enveloping clouds shall pass away and the heat of the divine rays will dispel the mist the reality of man shall develop and come forth as the image of god his creator the thoughts of man shall take such upward flight that former accomplishments shall appear as the play of children for the ideas and beliefs of the past and the prejudices regarding race and religion have ever been lowering and destructive to human evolution I am most hopeful that in this century these lofty thoughts shall be conducive to human welfare.
let this century be the sun of previous centuries the effulgences of which shall last for ever so that in times to come they shall glorify the twentieth century saying the twentieth century was the century of lights the twentieth century was the century of life the twentieth century was the century of international peace the twentieth century was the century of divine bestowals and the twentieth century has left traces which shall last for ever end of section twenty seven